podcast. Post call. This episode is brought to you by coffee. The only reason I get out of bed in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's, it's, uh... Coffee's pretty awesome. I mean, it is so awesome, isn't it? It keeps me going. It gets me out of bed. It gets me going. I don't think I can think before 10 a.m. without coffee. I don't have yeah. any coherent thoughts. I mean, it it helps me get out of bed. It's something I even think about when I crawl into bed. <laughs> like <laughs> I I literally think about it because I have the delay setting on the coffee pot. That saves me, we're talking five minutes in the morning mm-hmm. of focused, concentrated activity that I otherwise would not be able to do in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. At I'm- night, I'm good to go. I know where the water goes. I know where the coffee goes. Uh, in the morning, I could easily mix those things up. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I mean, it, when you're waking up at four in the morning... Oh. Um, that's not, you're not in the ideal mental state no. to pour hot water over ground beans. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> it's probably, you're a, at that point, you're a danger to self and others. And society. Society I mean, at large, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and coffee, it's like, what did people do before when they woke up to do something when they are tremendously tired? I feel like people just didn't do that. They Well, I think I think when you when you say that, so they probably didn't get up. <laughs> right? They probably just slept because before coffee got so popular, I can't imagine anyone wanting to get up to do anything. And there must have been so many excuses. Oh yeah. Oh, I, oh well, People are probably like, coffee hasn't been invented yet, Okay, so you can come in at noon. For the first time in post-call podcasts, I'll probably have to disagree with Matt <laughs> because I think there's more excuses now that coffee's around. Hmm. Wouldn't, you th- wouldn't you say so? I, I, I need to hear your logic. You come in, you haven't had your coffee. You're all over the place. You're here. You're there. You're disjointed. You're not coherent. And you're... You're doing weird stuff, you know. You're 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 putting your cereal in the refrigerator and you're pouring milk on your head, and, <laughs> and people are asking you, "What the heck is wrong with you?" And and you all <laughs> haven't had my coffee, and everyone goes, "Oh, John," and, and and it's okay, you know. I could just do, I can really get away with anything and say, "Oh, I haven't had my coffee yet." And for most people who drink coffee, they understand what it's like mm-hmm. to operate under such terrible circumstances. I I actually I accept that. Thank you. And I, I don't think we've had our first disagreement. You've just brought me <laughs> to your way of thinking. And you know, maybe maybe it's not that there's not you know, there's there's the excuse of not having your coffee, but before coffee, people probably to just get like fired up for the day, <laughs> probably the only thing you could do is like slap yourself in the face. Yeah. You or just cocaine. woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a line of cocaine. You, sh- I, I think there's there was a a huge surge of productivity in the seventies, largely mm-hmm. driven by that, and and I think coffee is just kind of the you know the less intense cousin 
It. I. I mean, if I'm <laughs> if I'm wrong, I don't think I'm wrong. Um, I think I remember. I mean, from medical school, caffeine. It's doing a lot of the same stuff. It is a stimulant. Am mm-hmm. I wrong? And it gets me going. And I love her. I love her so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the longest advertisement we've <laughs> done. What, what, what? How long are we at? Uh, geez, I you know I have no I no way of telling. Uh, what's gonna be hard is getting an actual sponsorship from coffee because I don't know if there's a a single organization that really represents the product. But we'll have to figure that out later. Maybe we can get like a creamer sponsorship, some kind of some kind of creamer sponsorship. I prefer French vanilla creamer, but I think a lot of hipsters out there that don't use any creamer would be in strong opposition to that. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't identify as a hipster. However, I I do. You do have the thick rim glasses. I do. I, I yeah. Well, well, we should do something for Warby Parker next time. Oh. And all oh, of our yeah, black right. coffee drinkers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not listening to it for now generic sponsorships. That's right. We just had coffee, yeah. not Folgers. Right. Maxwell's House. Good to the last drop. I didn't drop that line. Right. I guess I just did, so... That I mean, and definitely not Starbucks. Oh, um, because <laughs> don't get me started. If you listen to episode two, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the latte dilemma. Take your money and flush it down a toilet. <laughs> It'd probably be more entertaining and less burnt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you are listening, you're listening for some kind of medical tie-in, and coffee is a way that we, s- oh, a tool really oh to make yeah. it through intern year, which has started, it which has, has started. started, man, <laughs> July 1st. Tell us about it, John. Oh man. So the fact that you hear us talking to you, first of all, means that we have made it. If you're listening to this message, that means we have made it through the first day of July and that means we've made it through our first day of internship, and we will never have to do that again. But let, let me let me tell you about my first day of internship. <laughs> I'm not gonna start when I woke up. Is that okay? Can I start a little bit before that? Uh, you're talking the night before. Are, talking, you, are you talking about laying your clothes out? What yes, you're gonna wear? Yeah. Are you talking about picking out your underwear, your uh, socks, your belt, your pants, your oh. shirt, your bow tie, your ID badge? Are you gonna do lanyard? Are you gonna do badge reel? <laughs> <laughs> Wallet, phone, keys, backpack. What does that? What does reference that say about materials? You? Mm-hmm. Oh, lunch, water. Clearly, guys. guys. Clearly, I'm not the only one that thought about <laughs> all of this stuff. Um, I was, you know, what what inside pocket do I put my pocket medicine? You right. know, where do I have my stethoscope? Which pocket does, is that in? Where do I have my patient list? My pens. What color pens do I have? What order do I want the pens? I want to be able to get the red with like kind of just by tactile. I know that's my third to the to the left after the highlighter. And and if you're John, it, it's how many pens do you need? Because I'm pretty sure I saw him come home after the first day with like five pens. And yeah, yeah. if you're not using a computer to complement your written work in the 21st century to the point where you go through five pens. Something's wrong. <laughs> I think he could have deflected a bullet out of that front pocket if it hit those five pens. 
Oh my gosh. So <laughs> we could mm, we could go on about pens. Can I can I just give a brief, just a brief for all all of our listeners there who might not be in uh, in medicine, mm-hmm. uh, any specialty of medicine at all, mm-hmm. the importance of pens. I I I would like to be educated on this topic. I feel like I have a very rudimentary um, process by which I select pens. It's mm-hmm. basically the ones I find on the floor. Yeah, I'm gonna start there. I'm gonna explain. So people think I'm gonna keep it short too. I'm going to try, but we could go on about this, as you know. So with pens in a hospital, I know a lot of you out there who haven't worked in hospitals are thinking, there's got to be thousands of pens in the hospital. They're all over the place. You know, people are using them uh, at at all the nursing stations, all the doctors rounding are using them, all the medical students, like it's their job to have pens, like one of their main responsibilities and a big portion of their grade is whether or not they have a pen on hand. Mm-hmm. And for any medical students listening to this, please take that to heart. Mm-hmm. Always have pens on you. Especially if you work under Dr. French. Right, right. <laughs> um, it turns out it is so not like that. There is a huge scarcity of pens. And I think the sinkhole of pens is... Um, God, I, I really don't want to... I don't want to talk about anybody in particular, but I must say that attendings mm-hmm. as a whole... And any of my current attendings or future attendings, this is not about any of you specifically, but I think they are always asking for pens. Oh, I need a pen real quick. And, you know, there's there's four or five pens in front of their faces, right. uh, you know, from various residents, interns, medical students, and they'll take them and they just don't give them back. And mm-hmm. it's not because they meant to keep it or they wanted to steal mm-hmm. it, but they just don't give them back. So there's a very strong take a pen, leave a pen policy. Mm-hmm. that I'm learning about in the hospital. If you see a pen, it's up for grabs. You can take it. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 you're um, careless enough to leave your pen that you like out, that's on you. And, and, you know, but next time you see a pen, you can take that pen. It's not just about the population of pens. It is about the style of pen. So let's get into that. Some people like the four-color variation Unipen. So this is, we're talking Bic. I really want to stay away from brand names. You know, I'm, I'm going more generic advertisement, but any any pen that has multiple colors on it, the multiple clickies, you mm-hmm. can go red, green, blue, black, all in the same pen. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's some people's bag. They love that. Yeah. All right. Versatile. Versatile. You can do a color coordinating system. You could do, I, a, you could do a Picasso at work. You could in, a, in have, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> the problem for me is the thickness, the, the thickness of it. So right. you're talking one millimeter. And let's get into thickness because this is huge. This is where we really draw a line mm-hmm. between people. Some people, and I know, and this is fine, they don't care the thickness. It's fine, whatever thickness it is, mm-hmm. right? Because um, it, it's not about the thickness. It's about how good the writer is. Yeah, and that's not uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a euphemism for anything either. Um, but some people just want a pen that works, and that's also not a euphemism either. But let's get into, th- <laughs> oh, well, now we're getting into thickness. So there is a one millimeter, but then you can get smaller and smaller. And if you have been in a hospital, worked in a hospital, you know the value of being able to fit information in a very small space huh. on paper. Smaller is better? Smaller is, let it be known that smaller is better. 
Um, and so then, then you have the people who use the precision pens. Okay. Um, there is a whole, whole line of those. You have people who are using, um, the, okay. So this is the Lamborghini in my opinion, the pilot G twos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those, those are come in all the, all sorts of variations. You have all different colors and then you have 0.7s, 0.5s. And then my personal favorite, the ultra fine point, uh, 0.38 is mm-hmm. my pen and mm-hmm. I have black, red and blue. Ah. And that's how I do everything. Now my, now my resident, she and I she's not the first one I I know of that has done this. S- specifically orders pens from Japan, the Sakura brand and it is 0.3. We're talking mm. 0.08 millimeters thinner than my pens illegal in the united states yeah she could fit a novel in a inch a square inch area on her piece of paper it's amazing the amount of information she can fit there she's written a history and physical on a piece of rice before right she that was her you heard about her (laughs) i did yeah it was pretty amazing (laughs) and that and the thing is when she told me about the pen a fellow who was sitting next to her was like oh i've heard about those pens so this this isn't arbitrary you guys this there's talk about this how long was that? I think I think I kept it fairly short. Yeah. Okay. All no, right. I think I think it I was had to great. Get it out there. I think it's important because, you know, there's some people using more antiquated writing technologies. You know, you have your attendings who have been in the game for a while, and they're they're mm-hmm. coming in with the the quail and quail <laughs> feather and the ink well, <laughs> and, and you know, they need to know about the Sakura. Yeah. Point threes. Yeah. And. You don't want, I mean, you might get locked up using them, uh, honestly, because like I said, very illegal in the United States. Very illegal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so small. It's so great. Uh, let's, let's move on. Let's, if anyone's still listening, um, we have a great show lined up for we, you today. We salute you. <laughs> and um, we're recording this on the 4th of July. Oh, that's um, right. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Thank you to everyone who has served. And I mean that. Yeah, me too. Thank you. And I haven't worked in the VA, but I am excited to, and uh, I feel honored to. Me too. Very excited for that. Awesome. Um, were we talking about the first day? The first day. We so, got stuck on pens. Yeah, I, I've been talking a lot. Matt, take us through your first day. Uh, so you kind of, so I kind of ranted through, you know, just laying out my clothes like the first day of elementary school. Yeah. Um. So... I kind of accidentally wore exactly what I was wearing on my badge day picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was kind of yeah, meta. Hate to see that. <laughs> it was kind of meta. Um, there was no denying that that was me in the picture. Um, <laughs> no one commented on it. No one else has fine. that bow tie. No one knows that. Um, let me think. Where, where, what would be good? So, you know, I'm doing my residency is in. It's a combined program in internal medicine, which is adult medicine, and pediatrics. And typically, those are each three-year standalone residency programs, but I'm doing it combined in four years. And the way that functions is that I do alternating between pediatrics every three months, and then I switch back over to internal medicine. And just kind of by just the way the scheduling works out, I'm starting on pediatrics Mm -hmm. uh, as an intern. And I think there's a different approach to the beginning of intern year on pediatrics. Like each morning at 745, typically there's a morning report where 
an upper level resident goes through a challenging case and elicits questions from the fellow residents to reach a diagnosis and a management plan. And then at noon, you have noon conference where maybe a faculty member discusses a topic that they're very knowledgeable about. And that could be like pneumonia. But on pediatrics on the first day, they canceled both morning report and noon conference just to have what was called intern check-in. So at 7.45, I got to the conference room for intern check-in. There was just chill, like elevator calming, soothing music playing. There were donuts. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say the brand. Going to go nuts. Because we've already already mentioned enough sponsors. And we're not about that. We've been through this before. (laughs) And I'm just hanging out with fellow interns residents who are just asking me how's everything going yeah are you okay i'm only an hour 45 into intern year and people are checking in checking in and i appreciate that yeah i appreciated it supportive and then it happened again a few hours later (laughs) (laughs) maybe gratuitous right but i appreciate it i'm still okay i guess (laughs) Was that your answer the second time? It felt more genuine the second time. The first <laughs> time, you can't be the guy who's like, I'm freaking out. <laughs> but everyone is. Everyone is. Everyone is. Everyone is. Blood pressure's through the roof. 180s. Easily. Easily. We're, we're getting, you're getting errors over 150. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and um, that's really nice. That is a really nice way to start. I think that is intentional. They thought about that because, you know, they all been through that and they probably got together and thought, you know, on our first day, when we're coming in, we're freaking out. Do we want a lecture on how to manage, like you said, like how to manage pneumonia? Mm -hmm. When you know everyone's mind is somewhere else, right? Yeah. All you want is to not emotionally break down right the first time that that pager is assigned to you and you're getting multiple buzzes mm. a minute maybe even a second mm-hmm. oh and, yeah i mean should we get into pagers right now oh hammer paging well okay hold on let's um <laughs> pump the brakes <laughs> there's so much you guys we have to tell you so much. Um, no, you know, I, I think we should stick on this. Let's stick on in your just your general experience, Intern Day, um, what it was like, um, your takeaways, mm-hmm. your interactions with patients. What was going through your head? What was your process? What were your worries? What were things that you worried about that, you know, happened to not be a big deal at all? I think because I think those those are definitely there for me. What, so what surprised you? What um, scared you? What made you yeah. happy? Well, I, I guess one thing I, I should have been prepared for that I actually asked the upper level resident I was working with was, you know, how do you how do you introduce yourself to patients? Um, and, oh, that's a great and, question. And I've been On your a medical time. student for mm-hmm. two years. And I obviously have been around other physicians. Yeah. And I should have really been listening to like what they said when they went <laughs> in the room. But intern year, intern first day, 
you kind of forget all that stuff and yeah. you get caught up in it. And I was like, I should I be? Should I say Dr. Kranz? Is that pretentious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what are what are other people saying? And I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not gonna put Dr. Kranz on my credit card. Yeah. But maybe when I introduce myself to patients, I will say that. And I ended up just going for it when I was pre-rounding and seeing patients before revisiting them with the rest of the team. And I went in and said that I'm Dr. Krantz. And saying that for the first time, you know, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. But then you're really, I mean, it's just there's multiple times where it hits you where it's like this is happening. Yeah. Um, The metamorphosis. The metamorphosis. Just (laughs) becoming a butterfly. (laughs) Yeah. A beautiful butterfly. And I just felt so silly asking the resident that. She's like, no, yeah, no, I, I say doctor. Because otherwise, they're not going to know what your role is. That's And I was like, uh, that's a good point. Because otherwise, I'm just some guy. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm Matt. What's going on? I don't want to be pretentious. <laughs> and then they're like, do you work here? <laughs> <laughs> so I got a rule of thumb. I And, and this, was, this didn't come to me my first day. And I, I do want to stick on our intern first day. Okay. But just on that subject, rule of thumb that I found helpful. Um, I introduce myself to patients as doctor. And I think that's I think that's good. I think that's appropriate. I did notice, however, it's it's uh met a little differently, at least as an intern, when you're introducing yourself to like other healthcare team members mm-hmm. as as doctor. Mm. So um, when you're talking to a nurse, mm-hmm. I I say hi, hey hey, I'm John. Right. And and I don't I don't kind of I don't throw the doctor out there. Oh, of course not. You of know, course not. And I don't I don't I just that's what I've seen other people do, and that's what other residents have told me. And yeah, um, I th- I th- I like that approach. I think that's a good good yeah. rule of thumb. Any any allied health professional, yeah, you just go by first name. Yeah, first name basis. Because they know the roles in the hospital. Um, you don't want to be that guy. And let's not forget that even as a doctor, every allied profession, allied health professional, whoever, whatever their discipline, they know so much more than you. Mm-hmm. And and you know you you kind of you level. Right. right. And, and and that's and that should always be the case. It's it's a team sport. Yeah. Multi I mean, what, multidisciplinary patient care. Yep. It's the way the world's moving. And we just gotta we gotta accept that. Embrace it. Embrace it. And and it's so much better. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? I mean, it's fun. It is fun. Because you learn from everyone. And everyone has such expertise in their area that you would never have mm-hmm. in that area, right? Oh. And absolutely. it's always so helpful. Yeah. Um Okay, so anything else on your intern year? First day of intern year, Matt. I guess one like kind of funny anecdote, and it's probably not funny now because I said it was going to be funny, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? Was uh, yeah, exactly. It is. Um, is guys that, get ready for how funny this ready, is going to be? Are you guys this ready? Is gonna be, right, are you sitting ready? down? Yeah. Sit down. Um. Yeah. If you're listening to this, what are you doing? What? could you be doing i feel like you're either you're probably waiting at the dmv oh or you're in line at the airport security <laughs> i so thanks guys <laughs> or maybe you were looking up like 
like U.S. Postal Service podcasts or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I feel like a lot of our listeners are listening on accident. You think so? <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> well, well, de- well. They don't give us the data on that. Um, but my hope is that they'll stick around. Oh yeah. No, no matter what brought them here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically. One feature that you have to be able to document and write your progress notes uh, into the medical record is using electronic dictation software. Oh, and and um, and and the software it, previously before it was an electronic program. You would actually call a phone number and leave a message yeah. that a human yeah. would then listen to <laughs> yeah. and type it out. Mm-hmm. But now it's similar to like Siri yeah. on the iPhone. No, no brands. God dang. <laughs> it's we similar <laughs> to smartphone technology. Smartphone thing that no has patience, a microphone, yeah. and then you, it listens to you, and then it's it puts done. it out into text. We can't edit that out now. Yeah, it's okay. Go on. So basically, um, I, I on my first day wanted to use the dictation software to write a note and I just kind of had to calibrate the microphone to my voice to get it to know me Mm -hmm. uh, because it works best. It has apparently good high fidelity, greater than 95% accuracy. Yeah. And so I was just doing a practice sentence because the resident I was working with was helping me. So I said, my resident is teaching me how to use dragon. Just like that, 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 Cadence. Yeah, okay. something like that, okay. or is teaching me how to use Dragon Dictation. Okay, you have to go faster than I can type. Yeah, to make it worth that it. is. Oh, right. Well, I don't type that fast, so oh. for me, any oh. any benefit. Uh, I'm it, like I'm like 120 wa- uh, like words <laughs> per minute. My WPM is out of this world. Mavis Beacon, baby, Te- taught me how to type. All you Mavis Beacon fans out there. So when I when I said that sentence. Dragon interpreted it as my resident is teaching me how to use strategies inappropriately. <laughs> that, oh, that's not even a, that's not even, that just totally reversed the meaning you wanted. Right. Yeah. That wasn't even close. It wasn't. Oh, uh, but so did that set back your use of dragon? Would you say? No, I still, I still, I still used it some. Yeah. You kind of you I kind of get nervous dictating in front of others. I I think that's I think that's appropriate. Uh I think um from from my experience so far, my dictating will probably be when everyone else is gone and I can be in a room by myself because mm-hmm. I'm so self-conscious of it when when they're around. Right. It's like, "Hey, listen to how much I don't know." Right for me right, right now, but I I I can see in the future mm-hmm. when we have things nailed down conceptually. Right, you just you just it's second nature flows I right, mean, it, and you're in in and it just limits that paperwork time so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be like dictating is gonna be like us recording a podcast. We're, we're gonna have our headphones on. Yeah, we're gonna have the mic close. Yep, we're just gonna be like. Oh yeah! Here we go. Oh, I need yeah. more dragon in my headphones. 
I got a nine-year-old here with diarrhea. <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna be cool. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, I I opened this guy's progress note and uh, everything rhymed. It was weird. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. John, I I straight up did iambic pentameter for a whole note. I did the the assessment as a sonnet. Uh, Matt's a poet and never knew it. Never knowed it. Never knew it. Doesn't know it. Here we go. Um, okay, let me take you through real quick my intern year. The medicine side. The medicine side. So so not as not as. Did you check s- in? This, uh, okay, so there wasn't as much of the check in, but but yes and no. There wasn't a formal check in, but there was certainly miniature check ins between residents and interns. So let me preface by saying. There is a one intern, one resident ratio at our institution, mm-hmm. and I love that. Oh mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. Um, it, because I probably had a question every thirty seconds. Private schools, man. Private schools. They're awesome. Private schools. Make your coffee at home. Save up. <laughs> Worth it. Um, okay, I'll get back to that real quick before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I laid out the coat. I had all my pens, all the colors in the right order. Okay. It was crisp white, okay, crisp white. Mm-hmm. It was ready to go. I ironed it. We were good. I had the the khakis. I had the tie picked out. I did necktie. Just everyone out there, I did necktie. Mm-hmm. Um, not not everyone's favorite. I know amongst listeners, we have a split decision. Uh, we'll be getting to some listener mail later, um, but I wore the necktie. So I get up. Everything's fine. It turns out. I ran out of coffee the night before. And if you are a lover of our sponsor for this episode, you know it's like uh, gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go get coffee at the hospital. It's fine. I got up at 4.15, which I'm going to listen back on this and be like, what the heck were you doing getting up that early? But nonetheless, I get to the hospital at 5 o'clock. There's nowhere to get coffee at 5 a.m. in the morning, it turns out. So there is there is a place kind of like Panera. It's called Au Bon Pain. Au Bon Pain. I I rely on Matt for their French pronunciations, and and it says it opens at five, but it's not open. So I am I am stuck doing my first morning of internship without coffee. Looking back though, that was probably a blessing because I would have been off the walls, nervous, right? I would have been sweating on rounds. Um. So the first thing I do with my crisp white coat is get a huge black mark on it with one of my pens that I forgot to click before I put back in. Strike number one, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Then I'm on my way to the floor. But it, but it was a smaller mark. It was it, a smaller It was a .38. Yeah. So, can you imagine if it was a .7? Oh, you could see it from a mile away. Another point for smaller pens. Thinner pens. Thinner pens. So I... I, I'm on my way to the room that I'm the workroom that I'm supposed to go to. I made literally I walked around in a circle three times and people watched me do this until someone said, Excuse me, sir, can I help you get somewhere? I was like, Yeah, I'm looking for this room and they they, they very nicely point me there, non judgmentally, because they know it's July first. Very nice. Um and, and so I'm going through the dialysis unit and I 
um, have a, a badge and it's connected to my coat and I go to swipe and my, just to let you know, my badge has not only my ID, but all these other cards on it. As I swipe, the entire thing explodes and cards are going everywhere and, and I'm picking up all these cards on the, on the floor um, and trying to assemble it back together, look like nothing happened, look like I meant to do that, which no one would mean to do. And every, all the, like all the people in the dialysis unit are looking at each other like, Oh, it's that time of year again. Here we go. And so I get to the room and for those of you who, who are in medicine, you know, you need a process for things because it's gotta be automatic. And I probably picked three different ways of pre-rounding. Oh, pre-rounding could be a whole episode mm-hmm. on what you do with pre-rounding. Yeah. But in the short of it, I'm going to keep it short here. I tried so many different methods that I had probably 40 sheets of paper in front of me <laughs> that I had to flip through during rounds because I kept mixing up how I was doing stuff and where things were on the page were all over the place. But I got to say, I've never felt so at ease and supported than that morning. I was so nervous. And the first thing my resident did was come in and say, how's it going? Check in. We had a check in moment. Hmm. And, and I was an like informal check in. And I was, and, and I said, I just printed out 50 sheets of paper and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and she said, it's okay. It's July 1st. We don't expect you to know anything. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's a good expectation. <laughs> Cause I don't. Um, and the whole rest of the day, that comment made me feel so much better because she made me feel so at ease. She taught me how to do, um, all the basic stuff and, and just kind of took me under her wing, showed me her process. And it was so helpful to, to, to see her do that. She didn't have to do that. Um, but she probably saw herself an intern year in me and saying, Oh, this poor, poor intern first day. Has, n- has no idea what's going on. So naive, so fresh. What is that line on his shirt? It's th- it's so thin. I can barely see it. I'm not even going to worry about mm-hmm. it. And and she, she she not only taught me specifically how to do things, but she was just giving me life advice, you know, about intern year. And 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 I I just never felt so supported in in a role where I was so vulnerable. I felt so vulnerable, and I didn't know what was going on. Um, and, and, and I, and I got through that day largely because of the support from her. And I think that's the same story with a lot of people mm-hmm. on the first day Yeah, and, I, and throughout residency, you, you, you rely on your, on your residents, your co-interns and your upper level residents to get you through. I feel like I experienced all of that story except I, I only printed like 10 pieces of paper. Okay. All right. I here mean, we go. 50? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm you, even controlling for the hyperbole. So many different ways. So there's a lot of different ways to print a list. I printed it as many ways as you could, and uh, we're talking landscape. Yeah, portrait, double sided. Okay, single sided. Okay. I get it. And can I get to, to our medicine listeners out there? When you're on a renal service, know the creatinine always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not saying the creatinine is just like it's like a sin. Really, mm-hmm. and I was asked what it was one time, and on that sheet I printed out, I didn't have it, and I, my heart sank. But mm-hmm. you know what? They were like, "Okay, well, let's just look it up." Because <laughs> that, I mean, that is reasonable. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> uh, um, 
All right, we have time for a quick story before we wrap up this this segment. And this is this made me feel so much better when I was feeling down on my intern day because on my first day of internship because you don't feel good. You don't feel comfortable or confident about anything. Is that right, Matt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but this is a story about my resident, one of my resident's days when she was a resident. And she said, whenever you feel bad, think of the story. It'll make you feel better. And here it is. So my resident was on a, on a general medicine service. And as you know, people who um, are on the general medicine services get very busy. They can have a lot of discharges, a lot of admissions. She had a very long day, a long week. Okay. So such a long day, in fact, that she didn't get her notes done um, while at work, but she had to go home and she said, and she usually never does this. And so she went home and she said, Oh, I'm just going to finish my note at home. Um, you know, remotely from my laptop. And, uh, so she goes home, she only has time to microwave up some old spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so she is sitting there, gets down, sits down at her dinner table, opens up her laptop, takes a bite of spaghetti. And that's the last thing she remembers. The next thing she remembers is waking up to her alarm clock at 4.30 in the morning (laughs) and realizing that there's marinara sauce all over her face. (laughs) Let's back up. She was so tired, so tired that she sat- So, so hungry. Oh, and so hungry. (laughs) And so hungry that- she when she sat down, she literally passed out. She didn't even finish the note. She was so tired. She passed out into her pasta bowl, and she slept there the entire night. Good for the skin. It's <laughs> good for the face. <laughs> never have I heard that offered at a spa. You've never heard of a. We uh, have specials on our marinara sauce. A, ra- a ragu today. with cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's good for the skin. And so, and if you're picturing this, this is someone hunched over with their face in a plate of spaghetti. How tired do you need to be to sleep the entire night through without waking up to go to your bed? How can you breathe? <laughs> How do you breathe? Was she wearing a snorkel at the time? I had so many follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. And and the next morning when I came in, she asked me, uh, you know, how, how I was doing, checked in, and I told her. I didn't wake up with marinara sauce in my face. Oh, good, good callback. <laughs> and that builds rapport, and, guys. And, and she laughed, and and I and I, I thanked her again for such a good first day, and and being so you know, you know, attentive to how obviously nervous I was, and ca- easing that nervousness. And and overall, I look back on my first day of internship. I was very nervous, excited, but it was so great, and it was my first introduction into kind of starting this journey with all these people that are going to be, become so close to you mm-hmm. and so supportive of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be a good ride, man. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. So that's our, that was our first day of internship. Thank you all for listening. Um, before we sign off though, we got some listener mail. Matt, do you want to, do you want to take a stab at the listener mail actually? Yeah, I would, I would love to do an inspired reading of, uh, a few emails from our inbox at postcallpodcast at gmail.com. Um, 
not a specific advertisement for Gmail. It's just because everyone kind of uses it, sadly. <laughs> um, you ask a lot of questions if someone's still on Yahoo Mail. Yeah. Um, so this is this is coming you out. You don't even ask. You just kind of assume and judge. Yeah. You just judge. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to read uh, a four points uh, sent to us by one of our listeners in reference to our bow tie versus necktie episode. And these were four key points that this listener made. She said, number one, girls clip on their man's bow ties. Ladies tie their man's bow ties. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the distinction between girls and ladies is that when you learn to tie your man's bow tie, that's when you, be, that's, that's a sign of womanhood. It It's one of many. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably terribly insensitive to say that. No, I, I just, cause I, I don't want a lot of, I mean, you don't even know how to tie a bow tie. Over overall, yeah, I, I, I don't, <laughs> not effectively. But overall, message of that first point, though. Is don't wear clip-ons. Don't wear clip-ons. That's basically what that one yeah. means. Number two, guys with round faces should stick to neckties. <laughs> um John, let's what what kind of face type do we have? So I, you know, I was tempted to ask because I declared myself as more of a necktie guy, I, I was tempted to ask, do you think I have a round face? <laughs> and and then I just kind of got scared because I didn't even want to know the answer. No, that that's that's life-altering if, if you find out you have a round face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And actually, th- there aren't four points. There were, there were two in reference to bow ties, right. but there is a closing statement from this uh, listener that says, bow ties or die. Oh, so we know where she came down on that. Um, well, thank you, Matt. You're uh, welcome. And, and can I can I just uh, get a round of applause real quick? <laughs> For our first listener mail segment. Yeah, and, and guys, email us. We have um, 14 or 15 gigabytes of storage. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not done with the... Uh... Oh, we got one more? We got more bow tie material Whoa. here. Okay, so that means that we still have 15 gigabytes worth of storage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out text to two emails does not take much of your Gmail box up. Right. We're using about 400 kilobytes. Okay. So this is coming out of uh, a listener um, listening all the way from San Diego. Hmm. So our listener writes, Hey guys, I'm a new intern this year and found out about your podcast through some friends. I just wanted to say that I'm a huge fan. Use an exclamation mark there, by the way. Okay. I will most definitely need your wide words to guide me through the dreaded intern year, which I think we can all identify now as not being so, so bad just yet anyway. Yeah. Keep them coming. I'll spread the word on the West Coast. Sincerely, listener. P.S. So this is where we get into it. Mm-hmm. While I own both regular ties and bow ties, I have to say that I'm somewhat partial to the bow tie. Woo! Yeah. Bow ties too. Bringing bow ties them to the zero. West Coast. Well, 
For all of you out there who don't have round faces, bow tie it up to your heart's content. I just want to say once again to anyone who's listened to the end, thank you. We are so excited to be getting listener mail, to be talking about things that don't really mean much to anybody, but the fact that you'll listen to this point of the program means that you really love us, Mm -hmm. and we appreciate that. I agree. (laughs) Um, And I think we'll probably stop, because the podcast is kind of blowing up. Yeah, Um, we don't want to get too big. We'll probably stop thanking you guys soon. So just cherish this. Yeah. Before we're famous. Yeah, and and we're all kind of like old and like no pictures, please, no no photographs, stop. Yeah, like because the thing that could happen to us being doctors is yeah. that someone could be like autograph this for me, and then we like write someone an antibiotic prescription. They yeah. like get us. Yeah, they get it's like you. a sneak attack. No, one- I was trying to autograph a baseball. <laughs> Not write you a prescription for an inhaler, dude. I, I don't know how many people are going around trying to get doctor prescriptions illegally for antibiotics and inhalers. <laughs> but, you know, then again, who knows? That's the world Matt lives in right now. So naive. <laughs> so fresh. Uh, anyway, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.